everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Podcast. Tonight we're talking about driving and first jobs. Of course, the first jobs. Oh, oh boy. I am uh, Jordan, along here with Brother Brandon. Oh, we've done three of these in a row. How you doing? Yep, that's a little behind-the-scenes moment here in <laughs> Best Friend Ride. Hello, everybody. I don't think Jordan wanted that to be known. No, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, like, sometimes we do this. A little behind-the-scenes here for the fans is uh, <laughs> we don't live that far away from each other. But, of course, you know, uh, sometimes we record the shows via Skype or sometimes we do these, what we call, uh, I, I know we don't call it this, but I'm calling this, we do recording powwows where we sit for yeah. eight hours <laughs> and record a bunch of episodes hey, so we can take a month off. It's always good to give them a little behind the scenes, a little yeah, BTS. Exactly. So, like, you are listening to this, and we recorded it, like, four weeks ago. So, you know, because we all are married, and we have, you know, responsibilities, so we sometimes... We all work different shifts, too. We all yeah, work completely different. Gets I'm weird. second, you're third, Brandon. Yeah, all yeah. of us, yeah, that's right. And I'm still in school, trying to make something of myself. I'm going back I'm... to school in the spring. Yeah. So, going back to Owens, getting associates in IT networking. Oh, Nice. Yeah. But, you know, it just it, that's a little behind the scenes. You know, like we're doing this because, you know, November's coming up and uh, that's Especially the holiday since, season. Uh, yeah, holidays picking up. And I am doing, Gina says no, but I am doing uh, Movember. I'm not doing the no shave November. I'm doing Movember. The mustache? Uh, I'm doing just the mustache. Oh, God. No. Yeah, it doesn't work on you. I understand it doesn't work on me, but I'm going to go longer on the sides. So like the handlebars? And I'm going to get the grease, the mustache grease to kind of. <laughs> Yes, this is happening. Jesus. But I but 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 she made me promise that I have to shave the mustache off <laughs> the day before Thanksgiving so it don't look like a fucking faggot. That's what her words I was. And I apologize, but you know, I just, don't look like a f- I'm sorry, I don't know why I said My father-in-law I, I, d- d- Don't look like a douchebag. My father-in-law is the only man I've ever met in person who I didn't think looked funny with just a mustache. Some people it works. He he's got an am- You guys are at my wedding. He has an amazing mustache. Yeah, it if you could grow a full beard and not a neck beard, would you have just the stash? You seem like a guy that would walk around with just the stash. No, I would. I think goatees look stupid. Um, like just the goatee around the mouth. I yeah. think that's. I, I think that's just a uh, waste of time. You know, I, I, you know, I the, would go like Brandon's kind of starting doing the the grizzly man sort of thing. What was this? The what was that TV show? Grizzly, grizzly Adams. Grizzly, grizzly Adams. Adams. He's got yeah. the grizzly Adams thing kind of going. What do I, I got would, going? I on? would go. You got the whole manicured metrosexual thing kind of. Doing. <laughs> but like. That's that's I would go. Well, see, I can't grow a mustache, so if I did, I would have to go. Like I would have to go full Amish. Yeah. And I don't like that. So. Yeah. I, it to me, it's laziness. <laughs> that's why. That's that's like this. Okay, so you guys can't see. Um, I haven't shaved. It's probably two weeks worth. That's two weeks. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's not. It's nothing. Um, it's like I shaved. Like at my wedding, I was clean shaven. That was that was about uh, probably like five days worth of buildup. Jesus! In two days, I've got a fucking colony living on my face. Yeah, I have this. I have this friend. Um, he he would shave in the morning, and we had free period, uh, third period. So like me, like all my friends, we had the same uh, study hall uh, period school. And by that time, he'd already have a five o'clock shadow. Yeah, and that was that guy. So was brother Brandon. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, like, yeah, we were shaving before, but, um, so, uh, again, tonight we're talking about, uh, driving and in first jobs, uh, driving was a big deal for me. Uh, driving was a huge deal. Uh, this was my freedom. This was my one step away from Mater. <laughs> and if you haven't listened to the show yet, Mater is my mom. And if you listen to the show, you understand why in the future, but it, this was it. I mean, this was my chance to get freedom. I think uh, it's pretty much that way for everyone, really. But, but me away from Mater. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, um, but uh, 15 years old, I had to do classes first. And the classes were a sham. Uh, I will always remember this. The classes were all about drunk driving and... Uh, the, the the fear-mongering. Yeah, the fear Of course, and nowadays, I probably do no, don't don't text and drive. But back then, it was... We, we, I, I went through that in 2015, so... Or 2005. It was 15. 2005. So, yeah, I don't think. Because, yeah. I mean, I didn't get my first cell phone until the year after that. The only reason I got a cell phone is because I got my license. And Mom didn't want me to be out and about with no phone, no that's, way to call people. That's the only reason why I got a cell phone in 2003 was because of me driving, you know. <laughs> 
My parents didn't give a shit. They were probably hoping I would get lost. <laughs> oh, he'll find his way, honey. We told him to follow the North Star. God, that's another mouth to feed. Hopefully he'll fucking die in a ditch. <laughs> no more Easy Mac for this motherfucker. Uh, no, but yeah, but the classes were very boring. It was like a week's longer classes after school. and uh, uh, Ours was um, Saturday mornings. Saturday mornings, mine was after school. We did the actual classes Saturday morning, and oh. then we, we did... Yeah, no, it wasn't fun. There were, there were like, three-hour classes. During the cartoon block? Come on, man. Uh, I would have been mad. It was uh, noon. It was noon to three. Okay, that's pretty much when it's ended. Um, yeah, I had to go to, the, I had to, go to the, the town over. But, yeah, we had to do that, and then we would do our driving practices with the with the instructor. Mm-hmm. Those were after school. Now, see, now, I, now so, so that's my next thing, is that after you got done with the class, and you took, like, a little test... Then you had the driving instructor, which you had to have so many hours. What? And you had so many hours with an instructor. See, ours was with another student that was with you. We we had that too, yeah. And then he gave us uh, point values for everything. Mm-hmm. So like we had all these different criteria. <laughs> we had his and his job was to write down one through five. And then and then of course do. the passenger side of the car had the steering wheel and the brakes too, in case if you fucked up, he could control the car. Yeah. We had uh, when I was driving one one time with the instructor on the on the instructor on the weekend. Um, I had uh, we had to drive the handicap car because the regular car broke down, and the handicap car just had like this little lever to use for the uh, steer. Like it had a steering wheel, but it had this little lever for the old people that he had to something something to do with old people in driving classes. Um, it was easier for them to turn the wheel with the lever, huh. and uh, I went to hit the turn signal because it was. Uh, like a little bit above it, so yeah. I hit turn signal and I hit the lever and the wheel just went like that, <laughs> and we all like we went and almost went into oncoming traffic. So he's like quickly hitting the brakes, trying to turn the wheel back, screaming the whole time. On his side, yeah. On his side, yeah. That's in- so. <clears throat> that is how you took your actual driver's license test no, with that no, car. No, no, that no, wasn't no. test. No, these are temps. Okay. These are yeah. These are uh, you had your temp license. You had to have your temp license to take the class, and right. then once you. Uh, I didn't have to take a. I didn't have to take a test at the end of the classes. I just had to do my driver's test. It wasn't a driver's test at the classes. What I did when we watched the videos of "Don't Drink and Drive" and all that stuff. Then we had to take a test of "What Did You Learn?" test, you know. And then we had to do the uh, temps test. So the reason why, so 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 how they could differentiate you from a temp driver to regular driver is that uh, your regular driver's license nowadays is uh, vertical, right? It's horizontal. Oh, sorry, horizontal. When you have your temps, it's vertical. Hmm. Well, see, for... For down, up here in Ohio. Well, I remember ours were um, vertical until we turned 18, and then they, we got the horizontal. See, I didn't get horizontal until I was 21. See, in Florida, it's it's uh, it's vertical until you're 21, and so then that it's horizontal. Might, it might have been 21 for me then. Okay. So, yeah, so I was with uh, I was with a girl... Um, <clears throat> I was with the girl... <laughs> is it K? <laughs> this is another K story? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say her last name starts with an S, so we were with each other a lot. Is he your cousin? No. Is this your... is how they did it, you know, the last names, you know, always, you know. So she, of course, was getting her license with me only six months after the homecoming story that everybody listened to previously. <laughs> so how this worked was that I'm in a car, and I'm in a hatchback, and she's with me, Kay, and then this driving instructor, who was a woman that's an alcoholic and a smoker and just miserable with her life. And she has, in the passenger side in the front, she has a steering wheel, a gas pedal, and a brake. And then I have my shit on the left. And then, so that was always just in case if you fucked up. Right. But because of where I live, it was all country driving. We never had uh, ex- expressway driving experience. And um, so we did that, and you had to have so many hours communic- uh, calculated by the instructor. Fuck I don't that. remember the hours. I'm gonna say 50 hours. God. We didn't. Uh, we we weren't. Uh, we just had to do the class and have um, five uh, after school days. Okay, so a little bit different than mine. Yeah, but you'd have you had to have accumulated hours. Yeah. And then after your hours, when you turn 16 years old, then you can take your driving test. Uh, I failed. So you have two tests. You have the written exam, and then you have the actual physical test. Um, I failed, um, I was going to fail the written exam, uh, but we took it at the DMV. Yeah. Well, Swanton being Swanton (laughs) and people knowing Mater, uh, one of the police officers that that was at the DMV that was kind of inspecting everybody while they did the test knew my mom and my mom said, Hey, he's not doing very good. So true story. I swear on my daughter, the cop came up to me and goes, well, I'm taking the test on the computer. 
like it was a ABC thing. Right. Hey, uh, your mom is teaching my child, so I'm gonna give the answers. Uh, answer is A. What? <laughs> Swear my daughter. How would Swear. he have felt if after you got your license, you ran over his daughter on accident? Right. Because you didn't or, know how to drive. Or any kind of vehicular manslaughter. Right. Because here's the thing, and this is just true with me when I was growing up in high school and stuff. I am a terrible written test, computer test taker. I'm just terrible at it. But I'm excellent at hands-on. I knew how to drive because um, in Wauseon, they had a maneuverability cones set up at the library for the public. Right. So every Sunday, my grandfather and I would drive out there, and he would teach me for two hours. I was very comfortable with driving. Right. It was just, oh my god! Like I'm like like one of the questions that is so obvious. But at 16 years old, you want your damn license. One of the questions was, uh, when is the road on the expressway the worst to drive in? Snow, rain, blah blah blah. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like it's so obvious, but it's like, but it was like. <laughs> Summer? You know? (laughs) (laughs) It's not even even an answer. I know. But, you know, but then when I actually, like, but then when I actually took the physical actual test. Yeah. You know, like, like, I I knew what I was doing. Um, So I got my license at 16 and I got my freedom. I'm away from Mater. Yeah. And she says to me, so here are the rules. Uh, You have to have your cell phone on. And you have to show me your cell phones on before you leave the house. <laughs> You're only allowed to go to Wauseon, which is a which is a small small city. Brandon knows, and you've been there a few times. Ryan knows, but that's just west. You can go you can, anywhere east. You're not allowed to go to Holland, which was the city. Oh, can't go to Spring Meadows. <laughs> can't go to Spring Meadows. That's the city. You're not allowed to go. That's where <laughs> everything's at. Can't go. The only place I could go was Wauseon Walmart. <laughs> So after I got my there's a Walmart in Spring Meadows, Mom. Where where does the rules lie? The amount of traffic. <laughs> so I went to the Walmart after I got my license in Wauseon, and uh, I I bought uh, the Chevelle CD, the band Chevelle. Oh yeah yeah. Uh, which is the song the Red. Yeah. And uh, I listened to it all the way home, jammed out to it. <laughs> so within this year of driving, I wanted to bring this up, and for the people that listened to our previous episodes, know of my douchey hairstyle. Yeah. They also will know that in 2001 to 2003, the coolest thing in the world happened at a, at a boy at my age at that point. The Fast and Fucking Furious. Oh, yeah. What happened? My first job, which we'll get into in a little bit in this episode. Who got the uh, green neon lights underneath the car? <laughs> this guy. Jordan did. Who oh. got green neon lights inside the car? So when you get inside the car... The floor of the the carpet of the inside of the car lights up neon green. Wow. This guy. Jesus. Who had two 14-inch subwoofers in the trunk of the car. This guy. And to complete it all, who had red tips? (laughs) (laughs) This guy. (laughs) I had it all. It's interesting that you bring up Fast and Furious because um, now that I'm thinking about it, I told you this story before. I don't know if I told you, Ryan. There is a moment where... I was at home by myself. Mom and Alex, I don't remember. They were were gone pretty much all day. And it was just me and my twin sisters. I was looking after them. And I was watching uh, Fast and Furious 3, Tokyo Drift. One of the best in the series, I think. So afterwards, I'm like, man, I I just had the urge to just fucking spin out. I don't know why. So I got my mom's uh, uh, Grand uh, uh, Grand Marquis. I I don't know what what actual model it was but i know it was it was almost like a it was almost like a grandma car it was red you know what i mean where you could fit fucking eight people in there and they all can still spread out that's the kind of car it was so i got on it i got in it i went i pulled it out to the middle of our because we had a kind of a big uh big yard pulled into one end of the fence and i was just like ah, ah, and i just spun out Oh, it felt good, and I was, and the car was drifting, and and I was just made this huge rut in the in the yard, and I put the car back in place, and I was like, hey, motherfuckers, they won't know a thing. (laughs) You know that he just totally just charred the fuck out of his yard. (laughs) So then, mom and Alex come home. Alex, you know, bring me with this truck, and all of a sudden, I'm outside playing with the girls, and all of a sudden, I we see them pull in. Still, at this moment, I'm not thinking about anything. 
All of a sudden, the truck stops, and I hear Alex with the window down. What the fuck? And I'm like, was that was that Alex? And the girls, I mean, they always know that. The, my twin sisters, whenever Alex got angry, nine times out of ten, it was directed towards me. So they got excited because they were waiting for a show. <laughs> <laughs> so the moment he heard, one moment they heard, what the fuck, they were attentive. And I was like, why is he angry for? He's like, who the fuck spun out in my yard? And I'm just like, oh. The girls knew what I did because they watched me. And the first thing the girls do is like, Brandon spun out in mom's car. <laughs> eh, yeah, I was grounded for three weeks. <laughs> it's only three weeks. It would have been a year. Um, I wanted to make this clear to go on that before uh, we go to continue. My pimped out ride. Uh, the car was a 1988. And I started driving 03. I remember it. You remember Ethel. Oh, yeah, Ethel. Ethel, you named your car too? 1988. Oldsmobile Royal. <laughs> and I pimped that fucker out. With green lights. With green lights on the outside and, and the inside. And 14 tooths somewhere. And an amplifier. And, and one of those. You couldn't fa- be more white if you tried. <laughs> and one of those fancy CD players with a screen came out. You oh, know? Shit. And yeah. <laughs> That's my 1988. <laughs> I was gonna. I was Royal. Gonna tell you about my brothers, they did sort of a similar thing, but they had Hondas, so it kind of worked. Like, worked they, with the Royal, yeah. but nobody, nobody pimped out their Oldsmobile 88 Royal. Remember <laughs> Ethel? Oh, I remember. We called Ethel. her Ethel. Ethel. I, my my car. I named my car Bertha. I had my my first car until I was 24. 24. Yeah, I had it for eight years before yeah. it finally crapped out on me. Ethel. My mom told me when I was older how much she bought Ethel for. And I'm like, wow, okay. Uh, she bought Ethel for uh, less than a thousand dollars. Nice. And that car still runs. Where is it? It is the neighbor's car next to my grandparents. They use it once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> that, is it still the green light? I don't know. Course? But it's 2017, <laughs> and a 1988 Oldsmobile Royal is still fucking kicking. That's awesome. Oh my god. This thing did not have power uh, windows. Oh, yeah. I it didn't have power yeah, steering. windows. And it did not have air conditioning or heat. <laughs> like it you, was... You couldn't You get, remember this car? Oh, yeah. You it, couldn't get heat or you just didn't fix the heat? It, we didn't fix the heat. It was... But because I spent all my money on... <laughs> the bring lights. Neon lights. <laughs> and an Oldsmobile 88. And, of course, um, I go to school pimping. Yeah. You know, but... My like, first... Oh, there's Jordan with his frosted tips. <laughs> and his subwoofers. <laughs> my first car was my Uncle David gave me a truck. And it was a stick shift truck. Uh, it was a Ford something. I, I'm i bad with cars. I'm terrible with cars. All I knew was like, oh, okay, I can drive to school. What the fuck ever. It's a truck. Yeah. But I do know it was a dual gas tank. So you had you had a, a reserve gas tank. That's a big truck. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was. It was nasty. Diesel? It was diesel car? No, it was diesel gas. Uh, it was green, so I nicknamed it. Oh, well, everybody else nicknamed it the Hulk, so I just went with it. They were like, "Oh, there's Brandon driving the Hulk." This thing was massive. So to go off that, uh, me and friends at the time, I won't name their names, but uh, they their first name starts with J and the other one starts with Z. So J and Z. That's gonna uh, be a thing in podcast, by the way. We're not gonna name their names, but the first name starts with an F. Continue. Um, so we were driving around town, and we were driving in Z's truck first. It was just a little, uh, a little S10, and we drove by this thrift shop that had a huge mound of trash. I don't know why we thought of this. It was a huge fucking mound. There was like there was TV sets, there was everything, and it was just out for trash. And Z was like, "Oh man, I wish we could fucking ram into that shit and just spread it everywhere." And I looked over at Z and I was like, "The Hulk can do it." <laughs> the Hulk can do it. So we went back to his house. Yeah. We got in my truck, and uh, we hit it head on. Nice. We <laughs> head uh, on. So they, uh, G, Jay was next to me, and Z was sitting at the window. And uh, as I was barreling towards it, I think I got up to about 50 miles per hour. Uh, Jay was like, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. This shit's going to come into the truck. This shit's going to come right into the cab. I'm like, shut the fuck up. And I just hit the gas, and we sm- Wow, smacked right into that shit. And the window busted. Oh, no. Something hit the corner of the window. But then I was freaking out, and we got back to Z's house, and I was like, 
what the fuck am I going to do? How am I going to explain this? Thankfully, I looked over and here, I shit you not, the whatever hit the window almost looked like a brick imprint. It was perfect, almost like someone threw a brick. And at the time, ever since I'm in Florida, I'm the only Michigan and Wolverines fan, so I have a Michigan Wolverines vanity plate in the front. So I start developing a story in my head. Mom, if you listen to this, this is the first time you're going to get to know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, so I called up Mom, and I'm just like, I'm, I, I start putting on a show. I'm like, Mom, somebody threw a fucking brick at my truck. She's like, what? I was like, someone threw a brick at my window. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it, 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 it pissing me off. She's like, well, come home. So I came home and Alex was already out there. He looked over it and I was waiting for him to be like, this ain't no fucking brick print. What happened really? Thankfully he looked over it. He goes, yeah, that looks like a brick. Damn. Why would someone do that? And then I was like, to build the story up more, I was like, well, I mean, there is a Michigan Wolverines vanity plate in the front and people have picked on me before. I think it could be that. I'm so sorry. So then something, here's where it gets a little bit more terrifying. Alex is like, well, we're going to call the police out here and file a report. <laughs> I'm like, oh, come on. Can, we, can I just go to bed? Can we just fix it? <laughs> he brings a cop out. Oh, my God. The cop files a report. Yeah. He's like, so a, a brick? Did you see who threw the brick? And I was like, no, I, I, I parked it at the grocery store. This is when your butthole gets fucker. <laughs> This is when you're like, oh my fucking God. Because <laughs> that's what happens sometimes. Sometimes people park their cars at the grocery store and then ride off with other friends. Yeah. So thankfully I had that on my side. Yeah. The cop knew that happened. That was your alibi. Right. Yeah. The cop was like, oh, okay, okay. Um, did you see the brick? And I was like, here's where I should have said no, but I fucked up a little bit. I was like, yeah, I did. I picked it up and I threw it away. He was like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. He's like, we could have used that brick. You know, we could that that brick could have been vital to help out who who actually might have done it. And I was like, oh, I, all I uh, uh, all I did was throw it in the woods. And he was like, okay, well, well, I'll take it back to the station. I'll figure. We'll try to figure out what happened and see if this maybe if it happened to other vehicles that night. Um, and I was like, and then again, not keeping my mouth shut. I was like, do you think it's because I have a Michigan vanity plate on my truck? <laughs> And he looked at it, and he was like, yeah, it could be. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Um, before we go on to other stuff, uh, t- to add on that, um, this is not as good as Brandon's. Uh, but the Fulton County Fair is the second biggest fair in the state of Ohio. <clears throat> and it's in Wauseon, which is only 20 minutes away from here in the west. And that's remember, that's the town where I can only go to when I was driving. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm 17 years old. Those rules still apply. Those rules change when I'm 20. <laughs> 20. Well, not, I'm sorry. I don't know why I said 20 because I'm in college at this point at 18. So 18. But um, it never rains at the fair. The fair is always the last kind of week of summer and of thing, you know. And uh, it never rains at the fair. But this year it rained at the fair. And uh, it was my junior year, so we were with the football team. And it's, it's, it, is, it, is, it is a monsoon. It is. It's, I mean, you, 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 you cannot see. Everything in front of you is water. It, the rain's pouring out of everywhere. You cannot see. And then out of nowhere, we're at my mom's camper, me and six other friends, and it stops raining. And then one of the friends has an actual truck, probably as big as Brandon's Hulk was, you know? And we had the bright idea after we left the mom's trailer to take my car mudding. You take... Take your Oldsmobile, you're with the neon lights going, mudding. Mudding. Wow. Mudding. So, what we do is... Pause. The black brick. Where are the white ones at? I don't know where they're at. What are you still doing up? Is she awake? She just fell asleep like 10 minutes from the evening. We're going to wait for a yeah. second here. Yeah, until Brando gets back. Yeah, we're going to wait for a second. Right, I'm going to stand up real quick. Oh, my butt's starting to get numb. We can switch. This is very comfortable. Well, now we want to keep the talking, how it's capturing yeah. the sound the same. 
And she's looking. She's pointing right at it. She's like, what? The black brick. <laughs> Where's all the white chargers? Gina Gina came in and ruined the show for a second. So. Oh. Yeah, start from the top, guys. Sorry. <laughs> no, we're just, we just paused. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, uh, three, two, one. So we're at the fair, and uh, we decide that we want to go mudding. And I had the bright <laughs> idea to say, let's take Ethel. Oh, God. So the guy who has the truck that's like Brandon's Hulk says, let's take Ethel mudding. <laughs> so Brother Brandon's been in the fair. Yeah. That huge parking lot where everybody parks at. Yeah. That's where we decided to go mudding because nobody's there. Right. Ethel gets probably maybe not even a full yard. <laughs> I have Bogged six. Out. I have six guys <laughs> in the fucking car. And we're jamming out to Ludacris. Move, bitch, and get out the way. <laughs> and I didn't tell you guys this, but the inside green neon lights on the floor yeah. pulsated to the base of the music. God. So it was just pulsating. And all of a sudden it goes, we're like, move, bitch, get out the... Aww. And we're just like, oh, fuck, what do we do? What do we do? And the guy who was in my car who had his version of the Hulk truck yeah. said, fuck you, I'm going. All of them left me. No, <laughs> all of them left me. They used you. They did. Then they were all giggling. And there, I don't have a cell phone. <laughs> I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? You gotta call your mom. I have to walk. <laughs> I have to leave Ethel and walk to her campsite to go. Mom! You know, essentially. And uh, did did you like? Did you like convince the story? Like, oh. no, no, no. I, I no because that's the one thing about Mater that I still to this day. You do not lie to Mater. If you lie to Mater, somehow she finds out that you're lying. So I told the truth. I said, we decided to go muddy in Ethel. Why'd you do that, Jordan? I thought it was a fun idea at the time. She was like, well, what happened? Well, she died as soon as we got in the mud. <laughs> and she goes, how far are the tires buried? I said, well, you can't see tires anymore. <laughs> it's past the tires. See, I would have been the complete opposite. I would have yeah. been like, fuck those motherfuckers. Leaving me like that? I'm going to blame it on them. Ma and then what I would have... I would have. Here's how insane I was as a kid. I would have probably punched myself in the eye to be like, look what they did to me, mom. They hit me and then they took my car and they went muddy. Well, here's the thing. That's, I can't, how, you, that's how you fucking do it. That's how you do it. But then, of course, you know, this is this is a small town and, you know, my and you know, Mater would have called those kids parents. Uh, that's true. So to go on God that. Goddamn, fuck your mom. Yeah. So then, <laughs> very clever. So then again, I got my sweet revenge. So you have a story that I want to get at to very quickly here in a second, but you got in an accident after your license. But I want to tell you the night that you don't know about. Nobody knows about this, uh, besides the people that were there. This is when I did get away with murder. Uh, this, oh, yeah, there's no, there's no statute of limitations, Jordan. You sure you want to talk about this? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is when I, I did get away from murder, and 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 I got my sweet revenge. So um, I can say these guys' names on air. So there were three guys that I hung out with high school. Um, actually, all the way from our diapers. And a couple of the guys I still drink beer with nowadays. You know, just to hang out once in a while. It's Matt, Derek, and Kyle. And we grew up since we were diapers age. And um, they were not with me during the mudding fiasco of 2003 with Ethel. So I wanted to get revenge on the guys that were there that, you know, that, that, that fucked me over. So we decided to go TPing. <laughs> so... We go to this guy's house, and his name is Jacob. I'm going to say his first name on this one, because he doesn't you know, matter. But uh, we go to Jacob's house first. We have five guys we're going to hit this night, right? <laughs> we're up at my house all night, because everybody stayed at my mom's house. Why did everybody stay at my mom's house with me? Because mom always fed them. <laughs> That's just the honest truth. And mom's, m mom would be at home. Yeah. We would come in, and mom would go, who wants little Smokies? The small <laughs> little fucking hot dog wiener things. Oh. And then we'd just smash on them, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so they loved my mom because they because they got free food. Right. And uh, we're like, okay, we're going to go, we're going to go, and this is our list. This is our Kill Bill hit list. And we're going to teepee all these motherfuckers because they left me in the middle of uh, the Fulton County Fair. So um, we go to Jacob's house first. And Jacob's house is in the middle of the country. And I mean middle of the country. Yeah. Uh, that night we watched for the first time Jeepers Creepers before we went out. Oh. So driving to his house was pretty fucking scary. Which, side note, I don't mean to cut you off. Uh, Jeepers Creepers was filmed 
about 15, 20 miles from my hometown. Oh, nice. Yeah, in oh. Dunellen. Uh, Dunellen is when it's uh, where it's from, the back Florida. roads of Dunellen, yeah. I thought it was Louisiana. Um, so, it's movie magic, folks. Movie <laughs> magic. So we go to Jacob's house, and I will remember this stupidity. We are blaring, you know, Move Bitch and other hip-hop songs of the time. And we get close to the house, and we turn off the neon lights from the outside and inside. We're an Ethel. We turn off the music, and it's a very dark night, um, but the moon is out. It's very, you know, full moon. It's middle of summer, and this is my payback. And, uh, <laughs> and Setting the mood. Yeah, me. Uh, so, so myself, Matt, Ryan, and Kyle. Um, myself, Matt, Derek, and Kyle. Um, we went to um, uh, Kroger before. Uh, we went out there. So I got to go back for a second. We went to Kroger, and uh, a cop was there mm-hmm. at Kroger. And we bought, I don't remember, but let's just say it was probably $30 worth of toilet paper. Yeah. And the cop was like, what are you boys doing tonight? <laughs> and then, and you guys would believe me because I'm a salesman in a way. I, I looked at the cop right in the face, and I said, we have explosive diarrhea. We just had Taco Bell. And he goes, all right, boys. <laughs> So, you know, we go out there, it's dark as hell, uh, but then, you know, you know, but then you got that backlight of the moon, and then we just got done watching Jeepers Creepers, and they're all fucking with me, hitting the side of the car, saying, it's the fucking creeper, you know, and, and we finally pull up to Jacob's house, and we start TPing the fuck out of it, and, and then all of a sudden, um, Jacob, for some reason, I'm a dumbass, our faces are painted black. We went blackface. You went blackface. We went blackface. <laughs> We're in. That's that way, beautiful. that way, if they see us, yeah. they'll blame it on the black people. Yeah. Blame the white of the eyes. And we're in camo shorts, you know. And we looked like this at Kroger. I may add. <laughs> you so had the cop, the black paint on your face. Yeah. So the cop knew what we were doing. Jesus Christ. You know. So you know. So clearly, this night, as as a thirty year old man, <laughs> you know, this night's not going to go well. So, uh, all of a sudden, I, I decided to get the smart idea to bear crawl, like, well, not bear crawl, but like belly crawl, army style, since I'm so in the mood right now of <laughs> army style, to go up to his front window and start TPing around his front window just to be a dumbass. Well, I go up to his front window, and this is 3.30 in the morning. Motherfucker is up playing fucking Madden. <laughs> oh. I'm just like, okay, okay, what do I do? Okay, Jordan, you can just bear crawl back, get into your car, and you guys can jam out to Luda and just call it a night. Or you could really show how big your balls are. Really show it how big your balls are. So I decided to TP his windowsill. And clearly he's playing Madden with the sound off, I'm assuming, because he hears like the screech, screech noise, I'm assuming. All of a sudden, like, because like the blinds were kind of like half opened. Yeah. You know? And all of a sudden, the blinds open up, and he looks at me. He goes, You motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> so we, we run into the car. We run into the car. We get in, right? He drives, Jacob drives a red Monte Carlo. Okay. It's going to beat Ethel. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. No matter how much move bitch ludicrous I have, it's going to beat Ethel. Yeah. We're going down Old State Line. Okay. Yeah. I'm going 90 miles an hour. Ethel is... Right? Steeler wheel is going left and right. Jacob is on my ass in his Monte Carlo. Right? I have the bright idea. Don't slam on the brakes and turn right at the stop sign. Don't worry about traffic that does not have to stop. Go through it. Ram the ditch. And go through the cornfield and lose him in the cornfield. That was my plan. Damn. While we're listening to Evanescence, <laughs> so bring me track, back to life. The, the track changed then. Yeah, track to track to the Evanescence because it had a good baseline yeah, at the yeah. beginning. So it was like, brr, brr, made your dick hard. So that was my quick second. And I was like, okay, no, I got to stop. I got to stop. And they're like, Jordan, Jordan, go. He's on my ass. He's on your ass. So I was like, we're going through the cornfield. Oh. And I slipped. So you know where Old State Line is. Yeah. Where you have that one stop at Old State Line, right? Uh-huh. And then you got traffic that does not stop. But then you have your stop sign here going into it. And then in front of that stop sign is a fucking six-foot ditch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then cornfield. 
I rammed that ditch with Ethel. You cleared it, though. Rammed it. Bottomed out in the middle of the cornfield. I'm dead in the cornfield. <laughs> Ethel won't move. She's smoking. Right? <laughs> Jacob gets out of his car after we teep it. He goes, oh, my God, are you guys okay? We're like, yeah, yeah, we're fine. He goes... Jordan, you motherfucker. I was like, please help me. Mom's going to kill me. So, <laughs> so the balls went for so, they went yeah. from so big yeah. to so, so small. Guys. As you pleaded yeah. for your life, my fucking mother. <laughs> and, and they knew her. And he said, your mom? It's like, yeah, let's get him out of here. So, so we finally get it out. And, uh, it, it, but here's the thing before I tell the very last couple <laughs> sentences of my story, boys, that I just want you to think about 17 year old Jordan was in a car with five other 17 year old guys listening to Luda and Evanescence. <laughs> it's a beautiful combination. 3.30 in the morning after watching Jeepers Creepers <laughs> have a Kill Bill hit list of TPing. He was the first house for that night. And my 1988... Oldsmobile Royal with green neon on the outside and inside with lights pulsating cleared a six foot ditch. That's how you knew they were making cars for the better back then, boys. <laughs> how it, but so then my last couple of sentences that I got away with it, but I didn't. My mom was dating this guy named Richard, and this was when I lived on Parkside. Okay. Mom was doing something shopping for the day or whatever. Richard evidently heard the story somehow because people <laughs> were driving by. Oh, shit. I mean, I almost hit somebody. Okay. Because I was going 90 and not, you know. And I, evidently. So, um, I'm in bed. He knocks on my door. He was pretending to be my dad. He's not my dad. He'll not never, my dad! He'll never be my dad! <laughs> and he goes, hey, you want to come outside with me? I want to talk to you. I was like, okay. And he hands me a natty light. Really? At 1030 in the morning. Hands me a can. And he goes, do you ever look at your car? I did not think about that. My car has corn husk all over it. <laughs> My car has mud all over it. Yeah. And uh, he goes, so I heard somebody ran over a ditch last night. <laughs> you want to you, you explain? You want to explain? And I was like, so this is beer, huh? <laughs> That's interesting. And then he goes, you know, I'm not going to tell your mom. Just clean the car up. But yeah. That was my long story about almost being killed. Uh, but it's a fun story. Yeah, yeah. It, is a, it is a fun story. My you story is not nearly as entertaining as that. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, I got my license. Okay, so I applied for my temp licenses. Um, I didn't pass the written tests because I never read the pamphlet, the booklet they give you. Oh, yeah. Who I figured, fucking does? Yeah, I was like, oh, it's just going to be easy. I, I, mean, I know how to drive. It's not that big of a deal. Um, I didn't pass it until my fourth attempt when they let me take the pictures test where I just had to identify what the sign was. And then... Um, oh, the street signs and everything. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, what the street signs were. And, like, you know, they're telling you go left, straight, whatever. What does this sign mean? All right. that shit. It was super simple. And uh, so then I, I get my license... After three months, uh, in the three months, I get my temps, I go through the classes, and I get my license. I actually failed my uh, driver's test the first time because I ran over one of the, the precision cones. Okay. That's a no-no. You're not allowed to do that. I don't know why, but you're not allowed to. And uh, two weeks, two whole weeks after I get my license, I'm driving across town to the Aldi's because I wanted to get some mini corn nuggets. And... <laughs> Yeah, they sell them like frozen bags. They're really delicious. From from where? Aldi's. They, oh, like, Aldi's. Okay. Corn nuggets. Are they like chicken nuggets? No, they're just corn. They're like deep fried corn. Like corn kernels and batter and stuff. Really? I've yeah, never heard of that. They're delicious. No, I've never been to an Aldi's. Is this the place where you got to put a quarter in to, to yeah, use to get uh, the uh, cart? A cart? Yep. Yeah. But then you get your quarter back after you return the cart. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah they got really good food at Aldi's. It's pretty cheap too. Um, but I, I come, I'm driving by my dad's house and there's a stop sign. And uh, cross traffic doesn't stop, but there's this apartment complex, and they have people, or they have cars just lining the road. And so I look this way, I look, I look to my right, look to my left, look to my right again, look to my left, don't see anything. I pull out. As soon as I pull out, I get T-bone. Oh, gone. The guy had to have been going 35 miles, and it's a 25 mile hour zone. But the way his front end crumpled, yeah, he had to have been going uh, at least 35. And so I'm freaking out because I'm thinking like, oh shit, this is my dad's car. Right. Like, this isn't my car. 
Well, you know, and so I, I try to hop, like, my first instinct is to try to bash my way through the front door, but again, he T-boned me on the driver's side, so that whole part is caved in, so I'm trying, I'm sitting there smack, trying to, you know, throw my entire, you know, my entire weight into it, nothing's happening, and I get out, and I hop over the back, into the back seat, and I go out the, the passenger side, and I run up to the, the house that's right there, I knock on the door, I'm like, I'm on, hey, open up, open up, open up, I need the phone, I need the phone, I need the phone, and there's this old dude, Probably in his mid-60s, just in his underwear and a robe. Oh. Answers the door. He's like, what's going on? I was, I was like, car crash. I need the phone. I need the phone. And I call my mom. She tells me not to worry and all that stuff. But I, uh, cops come, take pictures, everything. It's my fault because I failure to yield or failure to stop or whatever. But I'm freaking out because my dad, it, like, that was his car. Right. And he had two cars. His, his car. Which he let me drive, right? And his his spare car, which he had taken. Oh, away. so you had the main car. I had car. the car, and so <laughs> I'm freaking out, like thinking he's gonna like he's gonna beat my ass and all this <laughs> stuff. And my mom's like, "Don't worry about it, don't worry about it. I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him." And so he so she talks to him, and he calls me later that day. <laughs> he's like he's like I'm not mad about what happened. He's like I'm just happy you're okay. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, damn, I feel real bad about that. Now. Right, that's the good like, dad parent. Yeah, that's I was good. like, I thought you were gonna beat my ass. I feel real bad now. He's like, yeah, yeah, but I do expect for you to pay to get it fixed. Right. So it, it ended up costing me about uh, nine hundred bucks, paid over the course of a year. Whew. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's the car. I had that car, Bertha, named her Bertha. Yeah. Uh, after I paid him off, he gave it to me. So that's yeah. The, that's the car I drove. Till, I've named every car till it died in uh, 2014. It was a tooth. It was a '98. Pontiac Grand Prix GTP Super. That's why the Grand Prix always had duct tape. No, that's just because the um yeah. <laughs> well, um technically kind of. Um, in college I didn't have any money because I was a college student without a job, and so when the power windows went out, I just duct taped it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the the driver's side doors actually. This was the weird thing. So after I got, I got T Bone, we had to get new doors, and the whole new center post thing that i don't know cars but anyways um that all caved in so we had to fix that whole side and we got a door this is a 98 car we got a door from a 2000 grand prix and a 99 grand prix and the windows they're both power windows the windows in those two car two doors from two different year models the power uh, windows went out at the exact same time i thought that was fucking crazy that is crazy yeah, that's uh, that's that's my crash story. It's not as nearly as exciting as your I driving ninety miles an hour, <laughs> hopping a ditch because I I'm trying to get away from a guy whose house I speed. Well, I just wanted some mini corn nuggets. Um, crash story as well. Uh, this one was this is the one that actually um, I'm thankful for because the path I was going down uh, was not great in high school. I was with the wrong crowd, and the wrong crowd, I mentioned them earlier, was uh, J and Z. <laughs> uh, but we went to uh, J, his, uh, my friend J, his, his cousin's house. We went there, and that's where we went to go. We, we knew he always had beer. So J was like, J told Z and me, he was like, look, there's tons of beer. Let's go, and let's just get fucked up. And I was like, you know what? And this was also the same weekend where uh, I call my mom Friday after school and I'm like, hey, mom, can I go to a basketball game with uh, J and Z? Uh, Z? And mom was like, no, come home. Uh, just come home tonight. I was like, but mom, come on. I, I never get to do anything. She said, nope, come home. So I hung up. J and Z looked at me and they were like, so what are you going to do? And I was like, oh, I'm not going home. I didn't go home all weekend. That was numero uno, number one. That was bad. Uh, still, Mom, if you're listening to this, you don't know this. So, <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> Saturday night, we go to Jay's cousin's house. We get lit up with lots of beer. Uh, so lit up that uh, he looks over us and he's like, I got a bunch of fucking Roman candles. You want to shoot them at each other? <laughs> <laughs> so, we're like, yeah, why not? So, we have a Roman candle fight. And then he's like, he's like there's a stretch of road. Uh, it's called Spiller's Highway. And we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we know Spillers. And he's like, let's do 100. No one's ever done 100 miles per hour on Spillers. And the reason why it's called Spillers is because the entire road, it's a connection between two state highways, but the entire road is nothing but turns. And a lot of deaths have happened. Lots. Uh, and he was like, no one's ever fucking done the entire thing at 100 miles per hour. Let's do it. 
And we were all like, fuck yeah, let's After do it. After drinking? Yeah. Okay. Um, I put down about almost 10. Everyone's everyone's almost killed almost a 12-pack on their own. Because uh, his cousin is just an entire garage where they play beer pong, where they do parties. He had four fridges stacked with beer. So my Tuesday night. Um, so it was almost like we had our own fridge to deal with. <laughs> it was just it was just a lot of beer. Um, and the reason why this is so important to me is because this is also where I changed my attitude. Now we get in this truck. Um, he's driving. Z's up front. Me and Jay are in the back of the truck. And we're driving. We're going through spillers. He's hitting. He's like, I'm at 70. And I'm in the back. Me, I'm instigating it. And I'm like, fucking faster. Fucking faster. He's like, you want faster, motherfucker? And so he goes faster. He's like, I'm at 90. I'm like, faster, motherfucker. 100. We got to do this at 100. And Jay's next to me. He's like, he keeps hitting my shoulder. He's like, stop, stop. Don't, I don't want to go 100. I'm, I'm, I'm scared as shit. Don't do this. I'm like, fuck you, Jay. We're doing this. He's like, so we get almost to 100. And the back end of the truck starts fishtailing. And right where the asphalt and the grass meet, the back tire connects. We flip about a good five, six times. And I can still kind of remember everything that's happening at that moment where it, it time slows down. If you ever see in movies, and this is for the listeners, if ever you watch a movie or a TV show and someone flips their car and it goes into slow-mo, I think that's always been an artistic choice because that shit fucking happens. We flip and I see everything in slow-mo. And in that instant, I'm like, I tell myself, this might be the end. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen to me or my friends in the cab. So there's nothing else I can do except ride this out and see what happens. We do six flips. We end up upside down. I'm on top of Jay. Jay is screaming into the window. The window shattered in his face. I think he got some cuts in his face. And he's, he's like, get the fuck off me. Get the fuck off me. And I'm like, I, I don't even know where I'm at. So I'm trying to climb up out of the truck. So I climb up out. I, ha I help Z out. And his cousin, ended the, he was the only one that walked away with broken ribs. Everyone else walked away, and we all just walked away with, like, scrapes and bruises. We all get out of the truck. We all help each other out. And uh, Jay's cousin's like, we're all fucking drunk. We cannot get caught. Help me push this truck over. So we, we all four of us just push this truck over. And then his cousin calls a friend. His friend hurries up. He's like, did anyone see you? And we were like, there's been a couple of cars that passed us. And I think there was a car that passed us while we flipped. Because the car pulled over. And actually, I think from what Jay's cousin said, the car pulled over, looked, and then was quickly sped off and tried to like go get help. It's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. So me, Jay, and Z rode off with uh, his friend and his cousin drove the truck home. And that the rest of that, that whole Sunday, now granted, I have not been home. Come to find out, mom called the police station wondering where I was. Um, this was a big deal. I, 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 Dad was really mad at me. Oh, yeah. Because uh, um, mom actually, because mom can't, at the end of the whole spiel when I came home, mom was like, you don't care about anybody here. You don't have friends. I can't ground you because you don't give a shit about anything. We've tried taking TV away from you. All you do is just you read books. We've taken your books away from you. All you do is you just sit in your room and you pretend to fight with your pillows. <laughs> like, no matter what we do, you don't care about anything. The only thing you care about is going to see your dad in Ohio. I'm almost tempted to make sure you don't go see your dad again. And I know it's your Christmas to go see him. Your punishment, I'm thinking about, is to keep you home for Christmas. And um, I got to go to Chris. I got to come up here, but dad had a stern talking with me. Even Jordan, we were at uh, Brendan and Mike's Christmas party. Jordan pulled me in a room. He's like, dude, what the fuck is going on with you? Um, but that was, a, that was a game changer for me. That was when no one else in that truck, that accident never affected anybody. And I can remember uh, I, I was afraid. I, I was scared to shit of what happened. And that next weekend, they wanted to go off and party again. And they're like, Brain, let's go party, dude. Let's go do it. And I'm like, did you guys not experience the same accident I went through? They're like, oh, it, it was just a fluke. It, it Shit happens. Shit happens. And I was like, no, I can't. Not For one, I'm grounded. I'm grounded probably for the rest of the fucking year. Uh, I'm threatened 
with not being able to see my dad and brother and everyone else and all my other family in Ohio, I just can't, guys. I'm sorry. They pretty much denied me. They disowned me that weekend. But it all like comes clear because that's also the same weekend where like mom had to go to Walmart. She had to get some groceries, so I went with her. And I had some spare cash in my pocket. And I, I walked down the media aisle. And this was when Walmart was still selling VHSs next to the DVD. Uh, and I saw Creepshow. And I was like, what the fuck is this movie? And I looked at it and I was like, I've never heard of this in my life. So I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy it. And it was the, it was almost like a guiding light. It was like, Brandon, before this whole, like, before this whole freshman and sophomore year of just drinking, being a stupid fucking asshole, getting into shit you weren't supposed to do, before all of this, you loved to write. Writing was your passion. And then when I watched Creepshow, and if anyone who doesn't know Creepshow, it's a 1982 horror comedy anthology. And it's horror and comedy and, and, and colors and grotesqueness. It's everything I've ever loved about writing in one movie. I remember that movie ending. I rewound it and watched it the same night a second time. And then in that, in that instance, I was like, this is what I should live for. Fuck drinking. Fuck being with people who think they're my friends. And fuck this whole scene. This is who I am. And in that moment on is when I changed my whole attitude i went from uh i went from a 2.2 gpa and i graduated with a 3.7 and i was like it was it was a game changer so even though it's it may be a funny and just uh or or just uh probably sad to some people like it was just it was a moment where driving to me and and, and utilizing this this rebellious nature and trying to trying to pretty much it was my whole answer to be like fuck life I was giving the middle finger to everything. Fuck my mom. Fuck Alex. Fuck Cross City. And that was the moment where I was like, you know what? Life's not so bad. I'm going to get out of here. Uh, I'm now I don't have to be in this position. And that's what the that's what the truck accident did for me. It no longer told me that, hey, it, it, well, it was more of it was like death poking me in the ribs. I know I'm not a religious person. There was a moment where I felt like death was like, you're getting a jail. You're getting a jail, get out of jail free card. You know, you do this shit again. I'm probably going to take you motherfucker. So learn something from it. And, uh, I don't know. That was a moment that, that was, that's probably the biggest life changing moment for me ever in my life. And that's my car accident story. <laughs> so on that note, I once cleaned diarrhea from the bathroom floor of a truck stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one other story I want to talk. I wanted to tell, um, the, another topic, I guess, uh, traffic stops. You guys ever had, had any strange or yeah. nerve wracking interactions with police officers? Oh yeah. It was 2009 and I'm dating Gino, first year of dating and I'm driving Ruby, the red car. If you remember that red Saturn that I had. Yeah. Yep. That was my second car. Ruby, Ruby red. Ruby red. My, uh, the, the 200 is high hole silver. It reference. <laughs> And my black car is black beauty. Mm. But uh, uh, I've had a perfect record. Um, and uh, I was 2009, so I was what? Uh, 22? 20, something like that. <laughs> and Gina lived in Maumee and I lived in Swan. And I always went the turnpike. and Because it was just faster and quicker. And I, I, I go there to get my dick wet. <laughs> and uh, I, I come back home. And... Um, <laughs> It's like two o'clock in the morning. Not a not, not a funny story or anything like that, but I'm, I'm coming home. The speed limit of the turnpike seventy, and I'm going seventy five. Uh, I'm no, I'm, I'm going seventy. You know, cop pulls me over. Sheriff, young guy, thirty at that time, so my age now. He goes, "Oh, I pulled you over." I said, uh, no, I I don't know. He goes, "Caught you going seventy one in a 70. <laughs> I was like. And he was like, license and registration. Okay. And this was back in the day when he had to tell a cop that I was going into my glove box to get my registration. Nowadays, if you get pulled over, I'm just getting my registration. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm like, okay. So I reach over, I give it to him. And he's like, uh, yeah, man. So uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're definitely going pretty fast there. I was like, so you caught me going 71 in a 70. I was, uh, what are you talking about? You're not going to give me a ticket, are you? 
He goes, yeah, I'm going to give you a ticket. I was like, for, for what? I said, sir, you're going to look at my record. And I've been driving since I've been 16. I've never been pulled over. I've never had a ticket. This is the first time I've ever been pulled over. I'm 21, 22 years old. Right? And he goes, law's the law. Speed limit's 70. Jesus right? Jesus age fucking Christ. I look at my cell phone when he was doing his shit, you know? I realize what the date is. 2.30 in the morning on April 20th. I'm driving a red sports car. Oh, oh. 2.30 in the morning. Two-door red sports car. April okay. 20th. Yeah, 4.20. Yeah. That's why he pulled me over. Ticket was well, $175. Jeez Louise. My God. For one mile per hour over. And that's still the only ticket I've ever gotten. You gotta get that quota. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Ryan? Yeah. Father's Day, 2007. Sunday morning. Me, my brother Derek, drive up to Lima to eat breakfast with my dad at Cracker Barrel. Yeah. The greatest Father's Day breakfast ever at Cracker Barrel. My dad loves Cracker Barrel. Uh, he's from Kentucky, so it's like a southern thing. Anyways, that's good. That's all fine. We leave. I'm going down the interstate, I-75. 83 miles an hour and a 65. Cop coming. We're going southbound. Cop coming northbound. I see him. I, I see the cop in the last time. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm going to get pulled over. And I see him go across the grass, fall behind me. So I start to slow down. My brother's like, my brother's like no, don't no, slow down. I was like, don't, he's like, don't hit your brake. I was like, well, the cop. He's like, no, just, just go. He won't pull you over. And so he gets, so I'm like, all right. So I, I, I you know, I, I speed up a little bit further. I'm going about 70 by this point. And he gets right behind me, turns on the lights. And I'm like, okay. All right. So I start pulling my, dad. my brother, Derek, time he goes, I just hear him go, oh, fuck. And I'm like, okay, that's all right. So I pull over, everything <laughs> stops. And the cop is behind us. He's, you know, taking time to get out. My brother, Derek, grabs my arm. He's like, all right, don't freak out. But don't have him, don't have him make us get out of the car. I was like, why? He's like, I have a bag of weed in my pocket. I don't want him to find it. At this point, I'm 17, never been in trouble with the law before. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to get arrested. This is right. this is amazing. All right. This is not how I planned my Sunday to go, but... I'm going to get arrested. You know, this, is how this, is, this is also the age where you don't really understand how you can still talk to a cop yet, either. This is the first time I've ever pulled right. over. Uh, outside of that car accident, this is the first time. All right. And so I'm, I'm like freaking out inside and you now I'm, I'm trying to act cool, trying to act calm. And I'm like, you know, it lights everything. It's fine. He gives me a warning, tells me, you know, to slow down. You're young, all this stuff. And so the cop goes away and like, I, like I exhale and my brother Derek's is laughing his ass off. I was like, I was like, I was like, how was that funny? He's like, I don't have any weed. He's oh like, my God. He's like, it, it's fine. I'm just fucking with you. I was like, that's that is fantastic, Derek. Thank you. Thank you for that. Well, uh, you know, to, uh, to go to our last segment here of the show, uh, we were talking about possibly doing our first jobs. And, and, and to go on that story, that's why um, I said I once shoveled diarrhea shit off the off of a bathroom floor. Because my mom, you know, bought me the old 88 Royal uh, Ethel. Um, I had to pay the insurance. Uh, so... I had to get a job. So my, fr I mean, I've always said my first job was uh, the uh, the uh, golf caddy. But I was 14 years old. I was getting paid commission, essentially. You know what I mean? So I got a job, and they don't exist anymore now. They got rid of them here in town. But there was um, truck stops. You know, uh, regular old school truck stops that you would stop on the, on the turnpike. Yeah, Wapak has one. So there was two of them, one on each side. So uh, I worked on the side that was on, on the side of the town that I live at. And uh, they said, you're going to be maintenance. My mom got the interview set up and everything. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, right? But, you know, she got me the interview set up and the guy hired me on the spot and said, you're going to be maintenance. And I said, oh, oh, okay, I don't know anything about maintenance. What do I do? And he goes, simply put, here's a broom and here's a mop. And you just sweep and mop the floors. I'm like, okay, well, if something breaks, he goes, oh, well, our maintenance guys will actually do that. I'm just, I'm just, you're, you're just a part of the team of maintenance. I'm like, okay. Um, I will always remember this. Uh, it was 2003 and I was making five twenty-five an hour. Uh, that was big money. I was like, 
great. I'm gonna I'm gonna upgrade from 14 to 22 inch speakers here <laughs> within the next few months. I'm gonna have blue neon lights. I'm gonna have blue neon lights. So uh, I work uh, part time uh, after school every day, essentially. You know, I work from like three to six, three to seven kind of time, and uh, automatically hate the job. Uh, so what I do is there is this one section of the truck stop where all the truckers nowadays as an adult, I know what it's for, but back then I didn't know what it was for, but there's a back in the truck stop where all the truckers fuck the hookers in this bathroom that nobody goes to or speaks of. So that's where I went for two hours a day of my shift to pretend to shit on the toilet. I just read magazines. Um, and there was this one time, I'll never forget it, where... Um, I was in the bathroom mopping and this big guy comes in, looks like fucking, um, it sounds terrible. I'm not trying to be, but he looked like the big, tall black guy that just died a few years ago. Michael that, Clark Duncan. Thank you. Michael Clark Duncan. He looked like Michael Clark Duncan, the white version. <laughs> okay. This guy's huge. And I'm in the stalls mopping. He looks at me and he goes, boy. You might as well stay in here for a while. <laughs> stay in here? I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I'm just mopping the floors. And he gets into the stall. And, the, you know, the comedic pulls down the pants. And you can see below, you know, his pants go down. You know, because I'm outside the stall mopping. This isn't and he like goes, a sexual no. I was molested. In and a he goes, story, and he goes inside the stall to take a shit. Okay. And then, you know, you got the... Which doesn't make any sense, but the door doesn't go all the way down, so you can see their feet. Yeah, yeah. So I'm standing there mopping, and you know, and there's his pants going down, and I'm kind of giggling, like, hee <laughs> right? And he goes, boy out there? I'll never forget this. He's talking to you? Yeah, he goes, boy out there? Jesus. I'm not saying a fucking thing. I'm just like, <laughs> And he goes, all right, I'm just making sure, and I'm just like, <laughs> All of a sudden, I hear this. <laughs> all right. Yes, it's it sounds awesome. It sounds this guy had a great time. Uh, this guy's a trucker. He he, he flushes. I'm gonna say that one more time. He flushes. Okay. You can't make this up. He walks out of the stall and he goes, "Left a present in there for you. Have a good day, boy." And he leaves. I go into the stall to clean. He purposely. Missed the toilet and shat in the middle of the stall floor. Diarrhea on the floor. It looked like a melted Reese's chocolate thing. And I went to my boss and I was like, I, 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 I this is the story. I ain't cleaning this. And he goes, you kind of have to. You're at your job. So it was either that man-boy moment of your life. It was, do, do I be a boy and just do what I'm told? You know, and just clean up this guy's diarrhea because he's just a dickhead trucker who was fucking with the six, 16-year-old kid. Or am I going to be a man? You know? So I decided to do the man part. And I threw the mop at the cook <laughs> while he was cooking. And I said, I ain't doing this. And the boss comes in more and he's like, what are you doing? I ain't doing this. I am not, I'm not cleaning this up. And uh, turned to find out uh, they did not fire me, and I did not quit. Turned to find out that this guy was not a trucker. <laughs> this guy was the brother of the manager, and they do this as a prank to all their new hires. Uh, was was this is this the shutdown uh, truck stop now on Schaefer? The one that's out in the country out yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do this to all new hires to see what their reactions would be for fun. <laughs> so I asked him what it was, and it was ground. It was melted. Reese's, Milky Ways, all that stuff in a plastic baggie, and he just dropped it. And, you know, he took it out of the bag and just, you know, and Jeez. I literally thought it was shit. I, I, I quit the next day. I was like, fuck this shit. But that was, that was huh. my first job to pay for it because, like I said, I wanted to get those 22-inch yeah. speakers instead yeah. of the 14-inch. But uh, anyway, I think we've gone on long enough, guys. I, I, we've gone on with some interesting fucking stories. Yeah, uh, I mean, this has been the most deepest episode 
of uh, podcast I think we've ever done. <laughs> so, uh, but we wanted to take this time to say thank you so much, friends, for uh, for listening to our episodes here at Podcast. You can find us at MovieGuysPodcast.com on uh, Twitter at MovieGuysPod on iTunes, MovieGuysPodcast. Search for us, and you will find Podcast Presents. And also at MovieGuysPodcast at Podbean.com. And Brother Brandon has something he wants to plug real quick. Uh, yeah, I've got two shows. Don't bend the page. Late night rentals. Listen to it. <laughs> you can find it on Podbean and shit. There's a Patreon. I don't know. Donate money or don't. I don't give a shit. But they're there. Brother Brandon's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> they're there. So, thank you so much, guys, for this episode. And we'll talk to everybody next Wednesday for another fun episode. Take care. Have a good night. Hi, everybody.